You're listening to Mid-Moment. I'm Lori Patton, president of Middlebury and professor of religion. In this special series, I'm checking in with our community to see how people are doing so that we might get a better idea of what it's like to be alone together. Today, I'm speaking with Emily Barnard, a senior at Middlebury, an economics major and captain of the women's lacrosse team. So you are here at Middlebury, and one of the things I start with in all of my check-ins with people is just asking folks how they are personally. How are you doing? I'm doing kind of as well as I can be under the circumstances. It has been a blessing to be here with my friends in what would have been kind of our senior spring We walked the entire TAM the other weekend, which was kind of something that had been on our bucket list. I have met more people as I've walked to the golf course (laughs) part of the TAM who are doing the the TAM. How long did it take you? It took us six and a half hours, I think. I mean, we we stopped a bunch of times and towards the end, we were not moving very quickly, but (laughs) um, we just packed a bunch of snacks and got back and made like a huge pasta dinner. (laughs) I also know that you are the captain of the women's lacrosse team. You won the D3 championship last year. You Mm -hmm. had amazing hopes for your final season. Describe for me the moment when you heard that the lacrosse season had to end due to COVID-19. How did you get through those first couple days? I know you heard that, then the NCAA canceled every two or three days. It was a different reality because everything was happening so quickly. First, Amherst canceled their season. I mean, at that point, we were all just kind of shocked. We went in to KP's office on Monday. It was just kind of funny looking back on it now and had our whole meeting about how the weekend had gone. We were getting up to leave the meeting, had not once talked about the coronavirus. And KB was like, oh, I guess maybe we should talk about this, you know, virus. And within 24 hours, our entire season had been canceled. So tell me a little bit about how you've been adjusting to, to that reality. A lot of our peers were sad about, oh, we lost senior week or you know, we don't get our senior spring, but we going into the spring season always have our headset on the championship and we don't necessarily want to be in Middlebury for the graduation because it usually conflicts with that weekend. It's definitely been an adjustment dealing with our own emotions about all of it and how they differ from a lot of our peers. Our alumni network and our coaches have been like really incredible through this time. I think recognizing how hard it is, not only for the seniors, but for the entire team. And um, we do kind of weekly Zoom calls with our whole team, just kind of check in. On Saturday and Sunday, we have amazing workouts. The calls are like 60, 80 people. So you have alumni from 70s, 80s, and all the way through um, this current 2020 class. It's been really incredible to see how many women have come before us. You know, that even though kind of our four years got cut short, your Middlebury lacrosse experience is much bigger. That's a a great silver lining. I want to hear a little bit about that workout with the alums. That was such a wonderful thing. 
I mean, there are so many alumni and they all kind of kick our butts. They're in way better shape than we are. But <laughs> towards the end, we do um, gratitude planks. You do a minute plank and there are three people who go every time and just kind of say what they're thankful for. I mean, the first workout they did, they it was just like the nicest thing. I mean, I, I almost cried. But they like all made signs that were just like, we love you seniors. And like, we're Aww. so sorry about your season and like all holding them up on the camera and when they were like we are always here for you if ever you need help with jobs or just like someone to talk to like we're all always here and you get to see like their homes right and their kids kind of pop on the screen at least me I think a lot to aspire to and you know like I want to be one of those alumni in 50 years that you know is making a sign for the seniors and kind of all that they have and what they feel and the values they represent. So how have you pivoted as a leader and you know how do you lead in that space where your job is to help people be better players on a field with lots of contact and very little social distancing? Our coaches have done a really good job of instilling the values that we want to project through this time like gratitude. We've as a team really tried to focus on that and even kind of our lowest point when we're all like sitting in the locker room, I mean, just like in tears and packing up our lockers, still are trying to find things that we are grateful for. And like, we're grateful for the health of all 28 of us and that we have like an incredible alumni network and that we have families that we can go home to and we can still kind of get our education. I think it's just important to keep checking in with people. And you know, I think that is one way that I try to lead is just well knowing when they might need a, hey, how are you? Or how are you doing? Also, in addition to focusing on gratitude, you're thinking about a competitive team spirit, right? So how do you do that in quarantine? So we are doing a challenge called Yards for Yardly. So the One Love Foundation is trying to raise money for domestic violence awareness. We have a competition going between us and the alumni. We track how many miles you do. So it's kind of a way to encourage people to get out, whether that be biking or swimming or running. That's kind of one way we try to be like, hey guys, get on your bikes today. Like the alumni are ahead. Or um, <laughs> KP always tells us how her two kids were like, mom, we need to get up at 6 a.m. tomorrow. So we can go for a bike ride and then go for a walk. And then because they're also in this competition, too. I can't decide whether I should root for the current students or the alums on this. I think I'll root for you both. (laughs) You're in the midst of remote classes in addition to remote lacrosse. Tell me, how, how are your classes going? Do you have a routine? What is it feeling like? I am a special student, actually. So I'm only doing my thesis and one other class, which is, been nice because I've really been able to kind of put a lot of my energy into my thesis, which is something I'm really interested in. Tell me what the topic is. I'm an economics major and I'm writing mine on the impact of a conditional cash transfer program in Honduras on domestic violence and um, homicide. It's kind of a great, I think, project for a time like now because with a thesis, there's always more that you can do. Right. So I've really had the time to kind of delve into that and explore 
Wow, that's an intense project, but you can focus almost completely on that plus one other class. I, I do feel like I've been able to kind of give a lot more to that than I would have. As far as a routine, yes, we, one of my roommates the first week was, she was like, okay, we're going to make a plan that we do every day and like wrote a schedule for us every day that we follow to varying degrees, but we try to get up and go for a walk, get outside, do a little work. We've been trying yoga. That is our kind of newest hobby. Then in the afternoon, we try to get outside to run or hike or do something something fun and then all kind of come together to make dinner. I think a final question is, I wonder if you could share a story or a moment when you've been sheltering in place and you felt like it's been closest to playing a lacrosse game that has had the resonance of what you feel when you're on the field. My co-captain, Julia Keith, we have like done all of our workouts together kind of for four years. Now that kind of our season is over, she decided she wants to train for a marathon. The other day we had like our longest run yet, which was 11 miles, which is like way longer than anything I've ever done. Just kind of feeling like the process where you start, when you start a game, you're excited and you're gearing up to go and then you get to the middle and you're just trying to find a rhythm. And then towards the end when you're like exhausted exhausted and you know you feel like you have kind of nothing left but you know in that case Julia kind of running right next to me and you're like we are doing this <laughs> we've made it nine miles and we're gonna keep going so I think that even if we never actually run in a real race it's been really nice to at least feel like you're training for something feeling like your body just like really wants to give up and you're really exhausted but set your mind to something you worked really hard to get to this point and persevering was a really nice feeling for both of us so emily this has been really wonderful to hear about your experiences and learn from you about the kind of work that you're doing and in leading a team that had to pivot on a dime and and experiences some huge losses not losses on the field but losses in their sense of a, a future that was really different yeah. than what they thought it was going to be. I just want to say how much I appreciate you and all mm -hmm. of the women, both current and alums. And um, <laughs> I hope I'll see you around. Yes, you too.